Welcome, everyone. You're listening to United by Strength podcast. Hard work knows no gender, race, sexuality, or creed. It is the universal building block upon which successful tribes are built. United by Strength is a nonprofit public health education initiative focused on bringing the components of world-class health to everyone, regardless of their circumstances. If you enjoy our content and would like to donate or otherwise support this cause, please reach out to us at unitedbystrengthpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome, UBS listeners. That is United by Strength listeners. We need to come up with a cool name for you guys. This is Chanel. Oh, and I'm Grant. <laughs> Chanel's taking the lead today, so I'm really confused. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> observing her take the lead, and it's pretty exciting. <laughs> All right. So this podcast today, we are just focused on uh, catching everyone up to date with what we have been up to for the past roughly eight weeks since we have moved to Morrisville, North Carolina. Um, our goal is just to get integrated into the area and reach out and get to know the gyms and the owners and coaches and get them to know us as we get settled into our new location, hopefully our last and final location, staying here forever, fingers crossed. Uh, we really love North Carolina. So I have, I'm a to-do list, a checklist person. So I have a nice little list here so, that we, can, list. <laughs> so that we can stay on task, hopefully, because I like my lists, but Grant likes to talk. So I'm going to keep him on a timer. We're going to uh, do our best to keep our podcast roughly under 30 minutes. So are you ready, Grant? Uh, maybe. I'm used to doing uh, two hours. Minimum, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. All right. Our first... Um, Checklist item is CrossFit Deepwell or Deepwell Athletics. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So when we came down here and wanted to found a nonprofit, one of the first questions we asked ourselves was how can we come down here and work with gyms in the area? Because the, you know, the CrossFit methodology and the, you know, community understanding is about, well, in short, CrossFits aren't really in com competition with each other, really. I mean, 150 members makes a very successful CrossFit gym. And in a population of several hundred thousand, um, you could have a CrossFit gym on just about every corner here in Mooresville, North Carolina, and they could all be at max capacity um, without needing to fight each other or steal each other's clients or ideas. So, um, but a lot of business owners who start a CrossFit gym don't have a good understanding of that, or there's still, it's very easy to slip into that thought process that you're always in competition with other gyms. So one of the things we wanted to do was start to work with other gyms in the area, help provide services that they might be too stressed out or not quite have the bandwidth yet to provide and, uh, and make our business that way where we're propping up other people instead of just competing against them. So deep, well, was actually, uh, it's not the closest gym to us. CrossFit 77 is the cross, uh, closest, rather, CrossFit gym to us. Deepwell was the one that I reached out to when we were still in Ohio to see if I could get my mother to go to a foundations class. So I wanted to have her go through an elements class and see if I could get her into, she, she had expressed that she wanted to kind of make a healthy change and find a community group to, to work with. So that's who I reached out to. She went and did that through them. 
And so they were the, one of the first people we reached out to when we got there. So we ended up grabbing a, we, we've kind of um, decided what we would do is we would go buy a month's membership at each CrossFit gym in our local area and try them out for a month, get to know people and the owners, let everyone know what we're here to do. And so Deepwell was the first one we did. And I think we, we it was talked. awesome. Yeah, it was super fun. <laughs> their, their community is uh, really great. They're a relatively newer gym, um, but it's very clean and well put together. It's in a really beautiful part of kind of the older part of Mooresville near downtown area. The hysterical or the, the hysterical, historical, historical part. Correct. Um, so that was really fun. Um, everyone was super welcoming and really, really nice. We made some really great connections, some fun people, Alexandra, who we just went strawberry picking with the other day. And, um, so uh, lots of, lots of good stuff there. And uh, I think that'll be a really fun one. Like I said, they're growing, they're kind of in the early stages. So they are, they have remodeling plans already to knock down some walls, to make some more space. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we can get in with some coaching development stuff with them uh, in the future and some uh, seminar ideas. Right. I think they could really uh, see a lot of benefit from some um, coaching development seminars and some other specific pieces that um, we can hopefully bring to them down the road. So, yeah. And we did our one month there um, and we're taking a few weeks off just working out in our own little garage gym and uh, experimenting with some of the equipment we have. And then our next stop is CrossFit 77. You want to tell us a little bit about them? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully here soon we'll uh, we'll get our membership with them for a month and uh, go through that process. But you had mentioned too the um, I'm uh, derailing your <laughs> your no, plan. I watched the reaction on your face. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the the garage gym, right? So I mean, it was kind of cool. We haven't done this before, but we went and rented a storage unit and uh, set it up like a gym. And we've been able to work out out of that and train some people out of that. It's been a lot of fun. That was a tough find, finding a storage unit place that would- Big enough. Uh, yeah, not complain. Every, not every time we go out there, I think the lady, or there's a bunch of different managerial ladies there and they drive by in their golf cart or walk by. And every time I'm like, waiting for them to come in and be like, you can't work out here. You can't do this. <laughs> but they just come up, they pet, they're they pet like, Axel. can we pet Axel? <laughs> we were worried about that too. Like, oh no, they're going to say no dogs, but they come up and love on him and yeah, and go on their way. So yeah. just no issues there. Leave a five-star Google review and <laughs> find people who like dogs and they'll let you do whatever you want. Also, it helps to rent the largest storage unit in the place that they could never rent, rent usually. Out. So they're super happy to have that space filled. So they probably don't mind that I have relatives and friends out there swinging kettlebells and running around. So, so I had that as like the last note so we could uh, plug it. So well, if you're in the local area and would like to come get a workout in with us. <laughs> yeah, let us know. We'll let go to our, <laughs> our, our little box as we're calling it. So but, uh, back to CrossFit 77. Yeah. So CrossFit 77 is like the veteran on the block. Like they, it seems like they've been around for a long time. We actually connected through Bryce, who is good friends with my what is he? My brother-in-law, brother-in-law brother married husband. to my sister, gotcha. <laughs> still figuring all that stuff out. Um, so they know each other through motocross and a couple other methods of connection too. I think they had trained, um, some of the members of the Cove church, which is the church my mom goes to. So there was a couple of 
layers of connection there as well. So they've got a very dynamic community. They have a ton of members. They've been around for a really long time. They have um, really fleshed out programming and uh, experienced coaches. And, uh, and house programming, yeah, which we love. They, well, I they love have that. a coach or two that makes the programming. <laughs> yeah, it's they awesome. actually write their own stuff, which is great. So it's a lot more tailored to their own specific situation instead of just what we see a lot, which is gym owners that think it's a good deal to pay you know X amount of dollars a month and then they throw it up on the board and none of the equipment ma- none of the requirements I mean, that could match be a what whole you episode. have. There's pros and cons, right? Yeah. If, if you're not into programming and it sucks up all your time and stresses you out paying for it, it's probably the way to go. But if you have someone that's passionate and really good at it, like if you can get in-house programming running, that's awesome. Yeah. It seems like Bryce has a really good crew of coaches over there. And so we're hoping uh, in the long run that we can, you know, get in there with some seminars and coaching development stuff. Like I said, we'll be pulling the trigger on getting a month membership over there and just getting a little closer to their community. Cause again, they are the closest CrossFit gym to us. So, um, having a good relationship with them, I think will be really, really helpful. Hopefully we can bring them some value and, um, just have a nice fun place to go to. Yeah. And just dropping into, um, both of those gyms, the first week we were here, it's just so cool. Like doesn't matter how many CrossFit gyms you have in the area, they both have two totally different feels and kind of communities to them. But like, so cool, both of them. And we can get into a whole podcast on that. There's plenty of people to go around to have a CrossFit gym on every block, really. That's, that's true. The type, <laughs> the type of client who is really happy at Deepwell is not quite the same client who's really happy at CrossFit 77, but they both fulfill a lot of those pieces from the CrossFit methodology. Like there's a lot of good warm fuzzies there. It's just, you know, slightly different feels, but uh, amazing all right. experiences all the way around. And moving on to our next topic, because I got our time, we're going. Oh, <laughs> um, the YMCA, this was another connection. Your mom had worked there for a while and knew a really cool guy and introduced us to him. And we talked to them just to see what all the YMCA had going on and if there was any way we could help be a part or anything like that. And uh, go ahead and keep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dan, uh, Dan the man, was over there. That was, again, another connection through my mother who had worked at the YMCA uh, for a while. And so had gotten to know Dan through through that job and had passed that contact info on to us. He is a ex or retired He's Marine. He's a veteran, right? Yep. He's a retired Marine um, who took over the uh, activities programming there at the Y and super duper motivated, which I was pleasantly surprised about. I'd actually worked for the YMCA, um, for a summer, uh, a while back. And, you know, it's a, it's a good organization. It's actually one we're using as a template on some things because they are actually a fitness health based company that is also a nonprofit. And so there's not a lot of nonprofits in the fitness space. So we got to beg, borrow and steal from anything that is out there. So, they are ones, but I have seen many times in the past where it's such a large organization that it becomes such a bureaucracy that people just kind of are droning through their experience. Um, but Dan, by contrast, is very lively, full of energy, very motivated to do things and is like trying to make stuff happen at that YMCA. And we were, you know, that you could feel his energy talking to him. And very so, passionate. Yeah. 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 Awesome so he, we're hoping to work more with him. Uh, as time goes forward, but he's actually the one who referenced us 
to our next bullet point. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Segue for you, Chanel. <laughs> Yo, yeah, you wanted me to say the next bullet point. Yeah. I thought you were just going to steal it. Okay. So the next bullet point is Homestead at the Farms, which he got us into contact with Amy, and she's in charge of the HOA and the things that they put on. They have a really cool HOA there. Yeah, so she's the activities director and part of – the people who live at the farms, which is, a, I think it's 450 homes or something like that. It's quite a few. And part of their membership, so to speak, um, as part of the housing community is that they get access to um, uh, fitness classes, right? I keep wanting to say boot camp classes because that's what they've been calling it for a right. while. But we, we kind of shook up the mold. Yeah, yeah, we shook up the mold <laughs> a little bit. Guy coming in and teaching this uh, scary thing called CrossFit. But uh We've managed to get some really awesome people on board and who are just coming in and crushing it with us three mornings a week um, with with the setup that we have there. Amy was, they did like a switcheroo, right? So Amy was in the position that Dan was in, came over to the farms. Dan was doing the boot camps actually then, and then he went over and took over her old position there at the YMCA. So we kind of, during our conversation with Dan, a light bulb kind of went off in his head and he called over to the farms and said, Hey, you know, you still need someone to fill my old spot. Uh, and, uh, send us right over there. And that's, I mean, when we talked to Amy, she was like, all right, can you start on Monday? <laughs> so it was, uh, it was a very excellent opportunity. And, um, like I was saying before, I think for many of the ladies there at the farms, it was a little bit of a, a little bit of a change of gears to have us come in and start doing this kind of coached functional fitness class um, with structure and briefing and, and, and actual like teaching components and things like that. So it was a little uh, slow starting off, but we got some people who got it, who understood what was happening. And uh, thankfully, um, we've done a little seminar and had some talks with people as well. I think we've formulated a good understanding as to what this is. It can be, it's hard if you're in the CrossFit space and this coaching strength and conditioning coaching space a lot to realize how different it is for you to bring what you're used to doing to other people who are used to something very different because you yeah. just think this is how it is. Like, oh, I, I don't real, I didn't realize there were people who worked out out there who didn't get coached or have positional and, and, you know, cueing and things like that. And a structured warm up, specific warm up workout and cool down for, <laughs> for workouts. <laughs> and then you realize that that is, but you know, like I said, I, I feel like, um, you find your niche, you find your people, they get it and they actually come to appreciate it, um, over time. So that's really nice. We're hoping future podcasts, maybe we can have some of those members come in and tell us from their side of it what they had been doing before and then the craziness of us coming in and doing something totally different, but they stuck with it and they're, I think they're really enjoying it now and finding a lot of benefit from the difference. Um, so I'm excited to get them on here and interview them too. And we are already, we've been doing that for what, maybe four to six weeks and have been asked to add classes and we're going to do pool classes pretty soon and we're looking at possibly adding a class for teens mm -hmm. i'm looking so. forward to getting some really cool big styrofoam 
uh, dumbbells and swinging around in the pool. It's I feel like you're not going to do that. Super great. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not going to like it because I'm going to run it like a swim class or something where it's going to like, all right, ladies, we're doing 500 meters this morning. And then get out and do our air yeah. squats and then yeah. get back in and swim some more. <laughs> yeah, something we'll see. like that. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. Now, lots of things, lots of great things going on at the farms. And um, one of the things we did, one of the first weekends we were here is drop in at a an indoor uh, climbing, rock climbing gym. And Grant just happened to see a sign that said, we're, what, what was the sign that you were uh, like, that's me. hiring. Oh, yeah. It said hiring. <laughs> And it said something like, are you into fitness? Do you like teaching people or whatever? And something like that. It was like, come on in, we're hiring. And I was like, oh, I like all those things. So <laughs> I figured, I mean, the, the the gist of it was sort of in the surf bum uh, mentality of, of like just saving up some money for the next adventure. I mean, we hadn't even filed our incorporation paperwork yet or we're in the process of it. Um and I was figuring, okay, this is going to take months and months. So, well, I might as well just, you know, hey, this climbing gym's right around the corner. Why not gain some experience, work here for a little while while we're just, while I'm plugging all these things, getting, um, you know, all the paperwork in line and getting this uh, business set up. But um, it actually ended up turning into something different and altogether better. Um, talking with Keith over there at Cliffhangers. Um you know, they had a fitness space. They have a very nice gym with some very beautiful brand new rogue racks up in the top floor of their facility. The facility is huge and absolutely beautiful. They got a brand new, you know, big old set of bumpers, bunch of barbells and kettlebells and dumbbells and stuff. A lot of great things. And, you know, uh, no one was using it. And I kind of told Keith what we did and what was going on. And we kind of came to the natural conclusion that, you know, what if we you know, handled their personal training and some group fitness classes for both their current members, but then also outside people in the community interested in becoming, you know, getting more out of their membership at that climbing gym. And uh, it was a really great fit. So we started talking with him and his business partners and ended up working out a really good contract. So we're actually coming up on our first uh, staff training is what we're going to be doing here. So we're going to work with yeah, that was something so cool that they added on as we were making a contract with them. Um, they were like, can you train our staff like once a month, some kind of group thing? And that's so cool. They just want their staff to be more connected and to learn about coaching because they coach people how to climb. Um, so we're really excited about that piece. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun. And that, I mean, that goes right in line with, you know, our whole mission statement and what we're trying to do. So it just it really was a perfect fit. So the the trick with us has been, you know, looking at our schedule and how busy we are and fitting things in there. So we're going to um, spend some time over there, get some workouts in, get some FaceTime with some of their members, get a better idea of what they're looking for, what they want. And um, yeah, and start doing that. So it'll be fun. Good, good group of people, really great facility. Yeah. So those are some of the areas, some of the businesses we've dropped into. And if you know of other gyms in the Morrisville area that you'd like us to drop in and uh, get to know the owners and coaches, maybe try out. We love trying out different sports so that like rock climbing, we have friends that do a lot of rock climbing and we drop in with them and do some climbing. We're like, holy crap, my hands, my forearms, it works your muscles in a different way. Um, I've been going to riding horse riding lessons and holy cow, like different leg muscles are super sore. And I mean, if you know of like a dancing gym or like Grant, you've done some, uh, 
I'm going to say it wrong because I say it wrong all the time. Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu and uh, Mai Tais. <laughs> Muay Thai? <laughs> Muay Thai. Mai Tais and jiu Yep. That's, <laughs> um, but all the different different sports and different fitness modalities, like we love to dabble in a little bit of all of it and learn where the strengths and weaknesses are from those athletes. It helps us train um, help train those athletes in the opposite muscles that they need to strengthen too. So, yeah, I think, and I think, um, Diana and some of the other ladies from the farms are going to crush us in pickleball too. Oh yeah. They want us, they're going to teach us pickleball. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, so those are some of the locations. Like I said, if you reach out to us, if you have anywhere you'd like us to drop in, let us know. And then some other odds and ends, uh, things we've done over weekends or in connection with people, we've, um, been trying to keep up get tied back in with and keep up with all the strongman stuff going on in North Carolina. We love strongman. So, uh, you want to talk about a few of the things we've done already? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, embracing the reality. Oh, I think we listened to a podcast of that on the way home, um, from the last competition of, of like, uh, the best coaches are mediocre athletes who have worked their ass off to try to become better than mediocre, right? Because you learn if you're a fantastic athlete, you're usually a pretty cruddy coach, unfortunately, because everything's been easy for you. So another example of that is just, uh, you know, realizing coming to terms with the fact that, you know, um, Chanel crushes me usually in strongman stuff. Um, but even then, you know, you're not likely going to the, uh, you know, Arnold Classic anytime soon. Uh, even though you do qualify for nationals pretty regularly, I know I will not be qualifying for nationals anytime <laughs> soon, but I freaking love the sport and I've learned so much from it. So I have tried to tie that in with coaching, the thing I am good at, um, and just have been volunteering for judging and helping out at these competitions. You know, it's a, it's a great experience because the sport is still small. The sport is still very grassroots. You know, there's amazing people in this community though, who do awesome stuff. And these competitions are largely run by volunteers who show up and there's this awesome, even smaller community within a community of people who show up and help out at these competitions that we've met and made connections with that are just phenomenal human beings. And so that's what we did this last weekend. We went over to Chris Kaufman's um, Viking Showdown number five, I believe, over yeah. at Clayton Fitness in Clayton, North Carolina. And I mean, it's still small and growing, but it has like we were at the first and second strongman or uh, Viking Showdown yeah. challenge, and I mean, it's already like two, three times the size with spectators and booths and competitors. It was awesome. Yeah, Chris Kaufman is actually the state representative here for us strong man and actually willie i'm gonna give his name wrong but willie wessel yeah really willie willie wessel uh, is the uh president of us strong man and he was actually there because they had um like chris has to be there Some record if, breakers right if someone yeah. breaks a state record chris has to validate it but if a national record is broken or contested then willie has to be there to validate it and so there was that and what the farmers hold for time yeah. Yeah. In wait and time. So Willie was there validating that. It was a really cool competition. So really happy to be part of that. We're going to be doing um, Strongman Saturdays or Sundays at our little box gym here. So again, if you're interested in learning Strongman training um, or just, you know, having fun, anyone can do this. You do not have to be a 400 pound dude to 
learn strongman. Um, and we'll happily coach you through it out at our place. And we're, we're going to have community get togethers for that here starting real soon. So, and if you want to to plug our, um, soon to be up and coming. Oh yeah. So, I mean, I'm in the process of setting it up right now, (laughs) but we're actually going to be start. We realized there really is no podcast out there for, um, North Carolina strongman specifically. And like I said, it's an amazing little grassroots community. The sport's quite small, even compared to like CrossFit competitions or something like that. And, and just so much of it because of that is done on Facebook, which Facebook is a incredibly evil company. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's evil and ethically, morally, spiritually, and just, just using it is terrible. And so if, I know there's got to be other people like us who hate Facebook to death, but if you want to compete in strongman you and you want to know, and you want to know anything about the competitions, you have to go to Facebook and it's like, well, there's got to be a better way. So we're starting a podcast where all the episodes are going to be only about competitions, strongman competitions in North Carolina about the events. We're gaming for the events, talking to the promoters. We're going to interview promoters. Um, we're going to, talk about strategy for upcoming things. We just we want it to be a resource where anyone who wants to participate in the sport or be involved in it can come to it as a source of information and a resource to help them out where they don't have to use these awful social media <laughs> sources. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, there just isn't a better option other than like the US Strongman website, but that just lists the events. Um, and often it links you to a Facebook page. Well, we're going to do better than that or strongman corp. So those are the two big federations here in North Carolina. And we're going to cover both on this podcast, only North Carolina stuff there. There's some stuff for like the whole country, but it's not very good at that, but there's nothing for the state uh, in and of itself. So we're just going to cover North Carolina. And a few other odds and ends. We used to do a whole lot with go ruck and then we were moving around a lot and kind of got out of touch, but we're getting a little bit back in touch with go ruck and of course, we're already very involved with CrossFit. And so our friend, you want to tell us what our friend has created and is up and yeah, coming just a yeah, little. Just, yep. Oh, I'm, I got five minutes or <laughs> four minutes and yeah. 45 seconds. We're running out of time. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, an amazing, amazing woman that I know through GoRuck and CrossFit. Her name's Jala Shaw. And she... Man, I originally met her through GoRuck. So she has been attempting GoRuck selection for many years now. She's going to get it this year, absolutely, positively. Um, and she is also a CrossFit Kids seminar staff member. So she goes around and coaches um, coaches or helps other coaches through the course to help get certified as a, a CrossFit Kids instructor. And that is... A seminar staff position is something that I've wanted to do for regular, the level one certification staff, not necessarily for kids staff. I don't have those kind of qualifications, but um, she has been uh, instrumental in helping me with that and just kind of coaching me along the way. But she has uh, linked up with GoRuck for their, they do a lot of sandbag and ruck training. So which during this, you know, reaction to the flu, um, has really, 
uh, beefed up people's kind of self-sufficiency, the DIY mentality of kind of having to work out in your garage or outside and things like that. And Goruk was intelligent and uh, seized on that since they already made training sandbags and rucksacks that you can work out with. So she uh, also intelligently spearheaded a certification course to kind of coach other people how to not only learn these sandbag movements, um, but how to coach other people in them as well. And so we were very, very privileged to know her and that she invited us up to the very first, um, the beta test for that course up in Washington, D.C. So that was a super fun weekend. We went up there. We went through the course. It was fantastic, incredibly professionally run. And the hope is that that's going to eventually become a CrossFit preferred course. So if you're a CrossFit coach, one of the things that they offer is these sort of preferred courses that are um, offered through third parties like uh, like Jala, like GoRuck, um, but they're in specialties. So you can take like a gymnastics course or a powerlifting course. It just helps a CrossFit coach become more diverse to get out of their little bubble of just CrossFit movements and learn some other stuff that they can incorporate into their programming and in their coaching. And so she's going to succeed in that. I know that to be certain, and that's going to be an amazing course. And we're just really happy we got to be a part of that experience and her success with that. So yeah, more stuff to come with GoRuck and uh, CrossFit and sandbag course stuff. Yeah. So that's most of the things on my checklist. I have some odds and ends, but we're coming up here close to 30 minutes. So I think we're going to wrap it up um, and save those other things for future podcasts. Uh, do you have anything else to add here at the end? No, I, I think we just, we've got some amazing things coming up. They'll definitely come up in future episodes and all that, but it's just been, we've been really blessed um, since we've been here in North Carolina to meet some amazing people and some awesome connections. And, um, you know, that was, uh, it was always something I was kind of, uh, frustrated about being, you know, qualified in something, getting a degree or being very educated in something is that so many things seem to revolve around relationships or who you knew versus what you knew. Um, but I'm coming to maturity on this and realizing that they're both super important, that in fact, you need both. Okay. You can't just be book smart in an area. You also need to have the street smarts of being able to, um, make friends with other people, make connections. And not only that, but take yourself out of the equation sometimes. Sometimes just showing up to these competitions and volunteering and helping out or going up to you know a friend's event that they've put a ton of blood, sweat, and tears into and doing your best just to help them succeed. Not only does it make you feel good when other people in your life are successful and you can become a small part of that, but it builds a relationship where down the road when you need help or you've got a big project that you can't complete under your own steam, they will show up and help you out with that. So learning that it's, you know, not one or the other, it's a little bit of both. If you are in the Morrisville, North Carolina area and would like to train with us, please reach out at unitedbystrengthpodcast at gmail.com. If you cannot see us in person, you can get all our workouts and coaching advice at gumroad.com backslash unitedbystrength.